Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Shane coming at you again with another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. I'm here getting through the week, doing the things that I have to do, achieving great things, going for my goals, digging in, leaning in, and all the things that we talk about on this podcast every single time where I preach to people about making sure that we're setting good goals and making sure that we're driving towards those successes and giving ourselves the momentum that we need to be successful and moving forward. And this week, I really feel like I'm putting that into action myself. So that's a really good thing. Right. I mean, a lot of times when we go through this dynamic of whether it's podcasting or social media or all those things, and you have a lot of people that are in your circle that are cheering you on or rooting you on. A lot of times if you give advice or you you share your story or all those things, a lot of times what happens is is that you don't necessarily follow suit in what you preach. And that happens to a lot of influencers. That happens to a lot of people that are in this space of sharing story or giving advice or anything, what happens is is that they don't necessarily reflect back on themselves to be able to see if they're doing all the things that they're telling somebody else to do, like a life coach or somebody that's going through all these different avenues of trying to be able to help others. What happens is, is we end up lending ears to or lending hands to all these other people and we forget to do it for ourselves. And we then get into a place where maybe we're not that happy with, or we're kind of spinning our circles or spinning our wheels a little bit or whatever it is, we find ourselves in a place where we're like, oh, wow, I I should have taken my own advice here and done this. So I feel like it's been really productive this week. I feel like me mentally have been productive at trying to be able to get through the things that I have to get through, but also know that it's going to be okay. You know, it's okay not to be okay, but it's also going to be okay because I wake up every single day, I look at the ceiling, I do what I have to do to be able to get myself right, I grab my cup of coffee, I go on and record a really quick video for social media platforms, and I do whatever, and I set my day off right, but in all actuality, if I'm living and I'm breathing and I wake up in the morning, then that's a good day, guys. It's not a bad day. Now, Whatever I'm faced with on that day or whatever I've got going on health-wise or anything like that, I get all that stuff. And I understand that's baggage and I understand it weighs us down and it really does kind of put us in a bad spot sometimes. But at the end of the day, I'm able to breathe. I'm able to get up out of bed. I'm able to go from point A to point B and do the things that I'm trying to do to achieve the goals that I'm trying to achieve. And that's a blessing. That's a blessing in and of itself for me to be able to know that I'm waking up. I think a couple of my old friends used to always tell me, if I wake up above ground, that's all that really matters. And then I got to learn to maximize. And then I've got to learn to take that mindset that I'm blessed to be alive. I'm blessed to be somebody that is living and breathing or whatever. And I got to put that to action. And I got to take that blessing that I've been given of living today to make sure that I continue to drive and continue to work and continue to grind and continue to do all the things that I need to do to maximize my day and continue to fight like hell to be the best version of myself, right? 
I mean, it's easier said than done, but the simplicity of that is pretty great. It's a simple method. You wake up, you're living and breathing, you maximize your day, you take all your different situations that are going on throughout the day, you take your goals, you take your aspirations, you take everything, you right-size them, you prioritize them, and then you start to work at being able to achieve those. And you maximize your time. At the end of the day, that's really all that matters, is if you are maximizing your day and you're maximizing all the things that you have to do to be able to make sure that you are running and you're doing the things that you have to do and you're... And you're taking advantage of any situation that you have or any kind of things that are going on, that's really, at the end of the day, makes a great day of it. So I feel like that's the space that I'm playing in right now. Whether it comes to social media, whether it comes to the podcast, whether it comes to interviewing, whether it comes to connecting with other individuals, whether it comes to being a dad, being a husband, being a good worker. I just did presentations for my regular job with our vice president, all kinds of different stuff. So we're in this place where I feel like I'm in a good spot. Now, it's not always that way, and I always give the advice of when you're in a good spot and you're really doing things well, you should take note and write those things down and write down how you're feeling. But I'm, I'm, I'm audio journaling for you guys. Right now on this day, I feel good. I feel strong. I feel confident. These are feelings that I don't necessarily have every single day. But on a day where I know that I've been accomplished today, or I'm, I'm achieving some goals, or I'm doing some things to help others, or I'm volunteering, and I'm doing all these things that I can put on my list of items to do, it makes me feel good at the end of the day. And so right now, I'm journaling that audio-wise with all of you. Because I need to remember this moment. I need to remember this feeling that I'm having right now with the fact that I feel in control, and I feel like I'm in charge And I feel like I'm going with it. And I'm in a good spot mentally, physically. I'm I'm down overall weight-wise for the whole entire quarantine and COVID section. I'm, I'm feeling good about the things that I'm eating. I'm feeling good about the situation that I'm in. I'm feeling good about being the dad that I am. I'm feeling good about being the husband that I am and and the situation of where we're at, where we're able to get through one day at a time and we have a job that actually helps to pay the bills and we aren't stuck in a really difficult situation on that front, right? I'm blessed across the board. So I feel that way and I want to share that with you. But I want that all to lean into what this podcast is going to be about now. What I wanted to do is I wanted to focus in on the word control. Now, I just said a second ago, I'm going to audio journal it out to be able to say the first words out of my mouth was, I feel like I'm in control. Let's talk about that word for a second. The word control can mean many things to many different people. There are things that we have control over in our lives, such as what we put in our mouths, or such as if we can go from one step to the next or get a little bit of exercise or get a lot of exercise or whatever, we have control over certain actions that we do in our lives. But what happens is, is that we let that control be diminished by the fact that we have a lot of drama and we have all this different noise and all this stuff going on in our heads that basically take those controls that we know we have in our lives and shuts them down and squashes them which we shouldn't be in, right? That's not the place that we should be sitting in. We should literally be looking at the fact that we are in control of certain things in our lives. But the problem is this. Here's the problem. And here's the situation I was having a conversation with somebody the other day of was, I feel like I need to be in control of everything, is what they said. Of everything. Finances, family, 
the COVID situation, wearing masks, politics, all this different stuff. I feel like I need to be in control, and I feel like when I'm out of control is when I make bad decisions or I go down the road of making poor decisions that don't lend to my overall health and well-being because I feel like it's out of control. Or some people that are trying to be able to eat right or be able to be healthy and lose weight and those kind of things, a lot of times what happens is the stress of their lives cause them to go down the road of eating poorly and diving into that Boston cream pie or diving into that you know big vat of chocolate pudding just based on the fact that you're out of control. And you feel like, I, I, I just don't feel like I have any control anymore. So the stress levels pick up, the hormones pick up, the endorphins pick up, and you're literally sitting in a place where you're doing things that you really shouldn't be doing or things that you feel guilty about afterwards when doing it. Just like alcohol and drugs and all of these different things that are mind-altering things for people. They want to escape reality sometimes, so their control is if I pump my body full of all kinds of things that are going to alter my mind and alter the situation that I'm in or make me feel loose or make me feel more comfortable, then I'm in control. And then I'm a happy person or I'm a person that isn't as stressed out anymore or it helps me sleep or any of those things. Is that really being control? Well, no, because what you're doing is you're using some other type of substance to create the control for you or what you sense as being in control. But the second that you come out of it or you're hung over the next day or the, the, the high from the drugs that you're taking or anything like that, what happens? You literally fall to the ground. And the situation is the same exact situation it was before that. So you may have a false sense of security and control when you do those things. But is there a real sense of control and security? No, it isn't. So what is it that we actually control? This is what you have to do. You have to take inventory of what it. What are the things that you actually have control over? If you're overweight, what is it that you have control? Do you really have control over the food that you put in your mouth? Well, sometimes no. And, and I hate to say it this way, but some people are wired in a way that the mind takes over and the mind can't control or hold on to or process through the thinking section of where we're at with eating because it automatically goes down the road based on the stresses and all the stuff going on in our lives and there's an addiction to it. So with alcohol, with drugs, with food, with all these things, even exercise, there, there, there are addictive personalities also that come into play with it. I'm no doctor, as I've said a thousand times on this podcast, but my, my, my point is, do you really have control over the food that you have or you're putting in your mouth? Well, maybe not. And maybe it is time to go get some help. Maybe it's time to sit down with a therapist or somebody that can sit down with you and you can have a conversation with them about what your triggers are and what causes you to make the bad decisions and what causes you to put the food in your mouth or what causes you to tip back the beer or the booze or the alcohol or the liquor. It's really getting to the root cause of things. And if you go to a medical professional to do so, they can give you tools and resources to then know I have control over these tools and resources that they're giving to me to then in the big picture have control of the big situation that's going on or the problem that, that, that's been caused or the things that are going on in my life. We think we have control over a lot of things. But a lot of times we really don't. But here's what you need to do. 
and this is what I have to do. And this is what I this is why I posted the way that I did this morning on TikTok and Instagram and on my Facebook page. You control what you can control. So if you're going through lots of stuff and you're going through dramatic situations or you're going through all this drama that's going that's happening all around you and you do have some things that you are in control of like how do I control my emotions when I know I'm stepping into a situation that's going to be highly toxic or or elevated when it comes to emotion how do I control myself do I give myself tools and resources to be able to meditate do I give myself tools and resources to be able to lean in on some help, self-help videos or use a lifeline to call a friend or somebody that cares or somebody that matters to me? Are you outfitting yourself with things that can help you stay in control of the things that you feel like you're in control of? Is that the case? I don't know. Do we set ourselves up for success like that? Probably not a lot of times, but we should. So if you're taking inventory and you're sitting down and you're writing down, okay, these are the things that I know that I am in control of, that you're truly in control of, guys, that you know that you can fix or move forward. And that may only be one or two things in your life right now because everything's so sporadic and so chaotic and crazy and upside down and all over the place. And that's okay. That's what life does. It deals us these cards. It deals us these side swipes and these uppercuts that sometimes can break you to your knees. And the way we bounce back up and the way that we respond to it and the way that we outfit ourselves with tools and resources to move forward with is really super important in our lives. Are we setting ourselves up for success in the future? Are we setting ourselves up for success right now? And are we really looking and taking inventory on the things that we can control right now? Because when, I, when, when, when this person that I was talking to said, I want to control it all, think about this. There are probably 75 to 80% of the things that are going on in your life right now that you have zero control over. You can't control the weather. You can't control fate in some minds that some people think that, you know, if fate's meant to happen or if things are meant to be, you can't control that. You can't control genes and heredity. You can't control whether the sun is shining or when it gets dark out, or when the tides are turning in the ocean. You can't control all the different things that are going on all around you. These are things that you cannot control, but you can live within the confines of those things, and you can control the way you respond to those things. Now, the response that I've been really leaning in heavily on this podcast so far has been around addictions and alcohol and drugs and food and these things that satiate and curb some of those feelings that you're having and some of those things that you feel like you're out of control, but those things make you feel like you're back in control. But here's the part that you do control, and I believe every one of us have this ability. Hey, guys, one of the questions that I get from a lot of the listeners of the show is, how can I support the podcast? Well, one of the ways you can do so is, is you can go to www.patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash liquid coffee talk, and you can join to become a patron of the show. Now, what this means is, is you can go in and you can donate to the show as a recurring payment, or you can do it as a one-time donation towards the show itself. And this helps for things like lighting, microphones, cables, software, interviews, and everything else that we're doing to be able to continue to elevate the show in general. 
And what you also get is if you become a patron of the show, there are different tiers you can go in at. And one of the things you can do is, is you can get some swag back from the show. So basically coffee mugs, t-shirts, stickers, and all kinds of different things just for becoming a patron of the show. The other benefit to it is you can get exclusive content, whether it's interviews or bloopers or videos from me to you, just the patrons, to be able to continue moving forward and be inspired as we go about our days. So I appreciate all of the feedback that I get from you guys and, of course, all the love. But if you want to become a patron, that's how you do it. I'll also put a link to the page right in the the body of this podcast itself. Now back to the show. Now, I could be wrong, and I would definitely appreciate any comments that you guys have with this, but we control the way we respond to things. That's what I know I can control. I know that if somebody says something that's going to piss me off, I know that I'm in control of what my response can be. I can take a second to, to, to stop for just a moment and think to myself, how is this going to come across? How am I going to make the person on the other end of this feel? How am I going to make myself feel at that moment in time? Or can we discuss this and talk it through and respect each other and respect the level of things that we're bringing to the table and the knowledge that we have? Guys, listen. Here's the thing. Control is something that's coveted. We want it. We crave it. What is control, if you think about it? I want you to think about this. I wrote these words down. There were a couple questions that I wrote right before the podcast because I really wanted to be able to dive into why we always feel like we have the need to be in control of things. And here's a couple things that I put in there. I put what is it, of course. That's the question I just asked. But the second part is, is it power? Do we like to be in control because we like to have power? Even though we may be a person that doesn't, covet or crave power, but there may be a level of that if I'm in control of something, I have power over that situation. I might be able to actually control the outcome of the situation, or I might be able to control the actions of other people, including myself during the situation because I'm in control and I am able to grab onto it to be able to run with it. So maybe it's power. Maybe it's leverage. Maybe people like to be able to have that leveraging tool for them to know that they can use that. If they're in control, they can manipulate the situation to make it happen the way that they want it to. Relationships, employments, jobs, all these different things that we have going on in our lives. We literally, if we're in control, we can kind of navigate what that looks like, can we? We can manipulate the, the surroundings and we can make things go a certain way for us to be effective. And for us to feel like we are in control and we have leverage. I sometimes also feel that the control piece is a mask for for things that you don't necessarily have. (laughs) It took me a while to get that out. But here's here's what I mean by that. Alpha personalities a lot of times are in control of whatever situations. They're the ones that are barking the orders. They're the ones that are taking control of the situation. They're the ones that are the the, the team leaders that are jumping up to say, we're going to do it this way and this is the way it's going to be. You know, a lot of your New England style attitudes and things like that from New York or Massachusetts and that stuff I've always felt because I'm from the area. That's the way that a lot of folks are in that area where they just take over and they take control. 
Now, if you dig into the reasoning of why that happens, isn't necessarily just the personality trait. They try to label it as being I'm a leader and I'm I'm a I'm a forerunner and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a person that stands out. Let's go and you follow my lead and jump on my my coattails and do what I have to do. But sometimes what that's really doing is masking those inequities, not inequities, but those little things that they have underneath that they're trying to be able to mask with trying to show confidence and show that they're in control and show that they're the alpha and all those things, which isn't necessarily healthy as well because you get through a lot more in life if you team up and you communicate and you build relationships and you lift each other up and you actually have a conversation and don't just rule the situation and control the situation, which rather, if you're a better leader, you're somebody that brings out the best in others for them to now step into that situation where they're controlling the situation and you're guiding them along the way. That's the real leader in my mind. Not just somebody that barks off orders and says, jump on board with where I'm at, but rather somebody that puts their hands in the trenches and has a conversation with you, leverages strengths of the people that they're working with, and lifts each other up for them to be able to move towards the goal and be the best that they can be. So control could be power. Control could be leverage. Control can be a mask for some of those those little things that we got going on inside that we're actually trying to overcome those or maybe cover up for those those things that we have. How about consistency? A lot of people tell me they like it when there's a consistent schedule, when there's a consistent theme to everything. So, for instance, if they are in control, they feel like they're in control because there is a consistency to it. The schedule looks the same. Everything's kind of happening the same way. They're in control of the cadence that it happens or the amount that things happen or those kind of things. So people really like that fact of consistency. Some people, some people like to fly off the cuff and be able to do all the things they want to do and just flying ready to go and just make it happen. But most people like to be able to have some sort of consistency, good cadence and quality of, of interactions and those kind of things. So power, leverage, consistency, you want to control the outcome. You want to control the actions within control is a really big thing for people, isn't it? Well, the key to it and what we have to remember is we don't control everything. We want to. We want to be in control of everything. We want to be somebody that's going to have a say in the matter. We want to be somebody that's going to be able to control the outcome. But sometimes there are certain things that are happening in life that you just got to go with the flow. And if you can't change whatever it is that's happening, if you can't control the situation, then stop trying sometimes and go and control the things that you can within the confines of the big picture of what you're trying to be able to get to. Man, now that is now that is much easier said than done, isn't it? We're in a place where we like to be in control. We like instant gratification. I like to hit the Google button, and I like to be able to hit instant search and find out what I need at that moment in time. I don't want to have to go search for things which is sad in and of itself because you learn some skill sets by searching for things and finding things. But that's where we at. I mean, that, listen, that's where we park. That's where we're at. That's what some of the technology has afforded us. That's why everything's on our phones. It's at our disposal. It's all those things. Being in control is all I've got to do is press a button and boom, I've got my information and I can look smart for other people because I've got the data and I've got the information. Within five seconds, where back in the day, you had to really search for things. Encyclopedia Britannica's, go watch documentaries, 
read some books. It's a different world. But I think that part of that world changing around us has also changed our our whole demeanor behind what control really looks like for us. When in all actuality, the control really should be around the fact of, I have the ability to do this. I have the ability to be able to pay my phone bill and be online and do the things that I'm going to do. So I'm going to use it to my advantage and I'm going to find out the information that I have to, but then I'm going to be able to use it as a resource and not as a controlling factor where I can say, okay, you know what? I found out online that you could do something like this or do something like that, giving options to people around you or your family or your kid or your wife or your husband or whatever. And you can actually discuss things and strategize and be able to build something more than just saying, go do this because I said so. The old framework of the household used to be the man would make the rules, right? The man of the household is somebody who makes all the rules, and this is what we do when we listen to what I say because I'm a man. Well, that's a hogwash. It, it really is. It was all about control. The man controlled the household. The female stayed home to do the dishes and cook the dinners. Listen, we're well beyond that, aren't we? And the fact of the matter is, everybody brings something to the game. And we all control what we can control. And you can control things like if you want to be able to improve on your your knowledge, then read a book. If you want to be faster at a race, then go practice running. If you want to be a weightlifter and get ripped in the abs and the arms, then start working out. These are the things that you can control. Now, genetics might come into play, and those are things you can't control, where maybe you aren't meant to be as big as Arnold Schwarzenegger, but what you are meant to be is healthy, and you are meant to be in a place where if you want that, you can continue to strive for that and go for that and focus on that and keep going and fight for the good fight for you to be healthy, to be wise, to do all the things that you have to do to be focused. Guys, it really is a simple equation, isn't it? The equation is control what you can control and let all the other noise that's going on around you, left and right and overs and unders and death and famine and disease and racial inequality and all this other stuff that you have going on around you that you might not be able to control or might not be able to fix at that moment in time. You could be able to add some some color to a lot of those things. But at this moment in time, you focus on what you can control at this time. Because if you let too many things get in your way and then you're trying to focus on controlling too many things, you're going to end up failing. And then you're struggling. Then you're sitting back going, it's too overwhelming for me. I can't overcome this adversity. I can't feel out of control all the time. And now I can't achieve the goals that I want to accomplish because it's too monumental and it's too big and it's too much of a mountain for me to overcome. So I hope that this helps you. Just thinking from perspective, what is it that you can control? And when I say control, I mean truly control. Because if there are some things in your life that you think you have under control, when you have underlying problems, issues, or whatever that can be medically taken care of, or you can go to for therapy, or you can go to talk to a, uh, somebody that's a medical professional to be able to help you and give you the tools necessary for you to be successful, then go do that. Go focus on the things that you have to focus on to be able to outfit yourself and arm yourself with the right tools and the right things in place for you to then control those tools 
and then give yourself the outcome that you're really looking for in life. Don't be afraid to. Don't don't worry about people's reactions and responses towards the fact that you might be going to get medical professional help. I've talked about that on this podcast so many times before that you need to reach out. Reach out, grab a hand. If you are an addict to food, but you think you have control over the food that you're putting in your mouth, more times than not, you aren't in control. You got to talk to somebody. And maybe not even a medical professional, but maybe it's accountability buddy. Maybe it's somebody that can help you, hold you accountable, and be able to help you to be able to move forward. Maybe that's what you need. Whatever it is that you need, you need to be able to work on that aspect of it because you may say you're in control of that, but you're not. And you need the help that's necessary for you to be able to get there. We all do. Every one of us, especially me. I need help every day. There are good days and bad days. There are good podcasts, and there are bad podcasts. <laughs> you know. But I also know that I have an army behind me with each one of you listening to the show and rooting me on and lifting me up and encouraging me. Okay, guys, so that's the podcast, right? We want to feel like we're in control. You want to be able to take inventory of what you actually are in control of and focus on those. And then if you can't get focused around the things that you want to control, get the help to be able to do so. Because then we can really start to move our lives. We can really start to change the momentum of our lives and make change necessary for us to be healthier, wealthier, wiser, and all those things, okay? Have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use. 